This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Ooh, baby, we got a high one for you today. That's right. Spark up those doobies. It's time to talk cannabis. Yeah, we talk cannabis, sex talk, hitting the sleigh button. Faggot. And so much more with our very special guest, Aaron Richard. Don't you want to be around beautiful things? I know I do. Let me go get one of my cars. Faggot. M. Oh. M. Mom! When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Spot at gmail.com now on with the show. Hi, you slaps, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Second with Dipper and Meepaw. I'm Meepaw, that's Big Dipper. What would you have done if Studio 54 was around when you now, or you were alive then? You know what the sentence I'm trying to say? Cocaine and death. <laughs> I would be in there 24 7. Wouldn't that be wild? Did you ever see the movie 54? No. Ryan Philippe? No. Salma Hayek? No. The guy who played Austin Pyres, Mike Mauer. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Mouth and lips. But wasn't there a TV show about it with Courtney Cox? Probably. I did one time. Nev Campbell was also in the movie. Um, I did one time go to 54 Below, which is where Studio 54 used to be and Um, is now a musical theater venue to see Tamara Tooney. Tamara Hall? No, I think her name's Tamara Tooney. Tamara Tooney. Tommy she was Tunes. from Law and Order SVU, and she was a bum bum, but then she sings jazz standards. And all I wanted to talk to her about was working with Olivia Benson after the show. And she said, Thank you so much, and patted me on the double pat. Tap. And I said, Okay, I've annoyed her enough. Start spreading the news. Are you ready for a. F- what? You Did want- she sing Start Spreading the News? I don't really remember what she sang. I was, again, very drunk because I was living in New York City. Are you ready for our guest, you dumb fuck? Yes. You can find him online, mastering the art of the sesh. You can see him hanging out with drag queens and smoking all the time. It's Aaron Richards! Welcome! Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. I have to tell both of you Uh that this is such an honor because I feel like I'm... Definitely a huge fan of this show. If you look at my Spotify, I've listened to every single episode for at least the past year. That's and a few beyond. Insane to me. Why? 
It's just, you we seem do, so we make busy. Why would this be something that you'd opt to listen to? Let me tell you why, okay? okay. I, I, number one, I am very busy. So sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because listen here, faggot. Don't get I it am busy. <laughs> um, no, I really am. And so, like, when I have downtime and I want to turn my brain off, it's. <laughs> I well listen there's a more there's a full explanation here. Okay. <laughs> I work in a very very like masculine heteronormative industry so to like give myself to like queerness to like you know like really unleash and like just be who I really am I feel like sloppy seconds is like the fastest road to just like the queerest queer that is true and Quick. so it's we like right down to it if I get if I have five percent of my time to listen to something queer for that part of myself it's got to be you guys I love that well, thank you yeah. now I've got some questions for you know how much time you have based on percentages let yeah. me get into that <laughs> what? What? he goes if I have five percent of my time I'm like if you know five percent of your time that's insane yeah oh yeah 100 to break it down like it's 100 percent <laughs> 100%. It's cooked down to the minute for sure. My day. <laughs> Is yours not? You seem so busy, no, Dipper. No. Yesterday was an insane thing and I had like three people kind of cancel and one person was like, oh, I'm having car trouble. And I was like, yeah, we should totally reschedule. I just like, I abandoned ship yesterday. That and sounds it felt, nice. It felt incredible. I did nothing yesterday. I'm so jealous. I did a thousand things, but I was supposed to do two thousand. So right. it was cool to have a little. And how do you feel about yourself when you don't accomplish everything you wanted to set out? Does it set in with you? The Sometimes same way? it's great it's when I get to delete those things off my calendar or like slide them to another day. And then I go like, mm, nothing left on Monday. Okay. You know what I mean? There you go. How do you get through your day? Are you smoking all day? Or yeah, do you, are you wait high? till the end? Are you high right now? I'm not, I'm not 100% sober, but. <laughs> What percent? Definitely, I've I've had a, I had a dab this morning. I would say on an average, and this this average does need to change. Yes, thank you. Dab. Um, this average we does need it. to drop. Uh, but I would say I usually have like a little bit of THC in my system every day around noon, and then like after four o'clock, like come four twenty, I'm like bongs out. Let's go. I don't really care. Like I love to ride that coffee to THC line real hard. Oh, because we're all sort of like pencils down. It's five o'clock. But yeah. You're at 420. That's when the day is done. The yeah. work day. Uh, well, I put a lot of creative work into everything that happens after four o'clock because mm. I love it helps with creativity for me mm. a lot. Okay. Especially if I have energy for it. I see now what it helps for me is that I get Sleep. rip shit high <laughs> and then try to do something that should take 30 minutes and it takes about 40, 40 hours. Like, I don't know. It just adds But you to have everything. fun. I do have a good time doing it, even though I make mis more mistakes. Sure. Which I think is fine. I have like severe ADHD diagnosed and cannabis helps like focus me in and like dial well, me right into what coffee I need to do. Collab. Right. So coffee's keeping me awake, THC is keeping me focused. Okay. You know, like I can run circles around a creative idea from four o'clock to six o'clock if I'm high and caffeinated. Now that sounds like a good time. I want to be on that. I need you to write me out a little schedule. I on will. When and how. I'm happy because I'm, I'm waking up at 6.30 a.m. So early? Straight into getting high and then starting my work day. I think you should stay away from flour until the afternoon. I think concentrates and like out of a device... <laughs> This is not recommended advice. This is just like what yeah, I you're would just do. A guy. Yeah, you're just I'm a not a medical professional. A I'm also never doing anything important. Yeah, I think concentrates done through something like a puff coat that's never superheating them to the point where it's burning, but it's just like vaporizing the THC molecule. Okay. It's like a light head thing, and it's not like making your body tired. Okay. And then in the afternoon, you infu infuse the flower, which is gonna make your body a little more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm into that. I, I understood will try that. Seven percent of that sentence.
sentence. It's like yeah. a little vaporizer or like a, but you're uh, saying puff pin, not because we've talked about, pin. I had like a little addiction to Stizzy. Do you care if we say their name? No. Okay. Because I love the Stizzy vape pens, but you were saying that's full of chemicals and stuff. Well, it's just, I wouldn't recommend anyone do distillate or cartridges as like their main consumption. It's good for like when you're out and you can't have like a more healthy means of consumption, like straight up concentrates that don't have any processors in them. Okay. You know what I mean? So that was sort of my point with that. It's just oh, like I threw it away. You scared me. Oh, well. Good. G get okay. rosin. Rosin is like the purest form of vape cart if you were going to do that. And I think I have a vape cart that's what I'm using today. Mm -hmm. But like if I can bring my little puffco piece around with me or if I can bring some sort of dry herb vape I want to be like as consciously healthy as I can. And you were also bringing it up from like a point of health perspective when yes, you were chatting about because it. Because I thought uh, it was causing my pancreas to die. Well, but that was just generalized. But I threw it away. I got rid of everything bad and then drank it all this weekend. <laughs> Wait, do you live in here? Uh, <laughs> do you live in California or do you live in Denver, Colorado? I live in I live in Denver. Oh. Repping Denver today. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. That's I, where their club is. I thought you lived in California. No. But you're, you're just out here all the time and yeah. you know everybody that we know. I have a lot of good friends out here, yeah. Weed brings people together. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I also, before doing what I do now, I, uh, like I, I had a YouTube channel in 2018. Yeah. Where I was known as the gay stoner. Yes. Taught millions of people how to smoke weed. Was the number one Google result for like how to smoke weed for a long mm -hmm. time. YouTube deleted my channel in 2018 when I was at 190,000 subscribers. Oh, shit. Along with hundreds of other cannabis creators in, like, a cannabis purge. And I got a bunch of those people together, and we co-founded WeedTube, which went on to be the world's largest cannabis social media platform. Yeah, I have heard about WeedTube. WeedTube was huge. Yeah. So, and I was the CEO of that for three years. Huh? Yeah. So that was super fun. That's why he owns three cars. But what, what about the... That's because I wrote a book. <laughs> And what have, what have you done with five? What have you, know you what done I mean? with five percent of your day? Have Literally, you this is what I'm saying. I don't know how you find the time and also consume weed. It's insane to me. Well, the weed tube was all by itself. Pandemic happened. I was bored. I wrote two sci-fi novels that are like. They're not even books about weed? No, they're gay, like it's gay main character, <laughs> young adult, sci-fi, aliens and gay main character vibe. It's called Being Found. Everybody check it out. It's well rated on Amazon. I love it. Um, I wanted to write what are a you doing? I'm illiterate and I can't handle a day to day. Yeah, activity. when you listen, when My are you whole day make was the audiobooks cause... and can I be the voice? There is an audiobook. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> I wanted to write a book for the like 14-year-old me that was in the library like desperate for a book that I could relate to with like like a fantasy story with like a gay main character. Right. Mm. So That's So nice. So now that exists for them. So but but sex in a book. No, I mean the second book. There is a it gets the most sexual, but it's not super because I want to stay on that like ages of like fifteen to twenty five. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you know banned I mean? right. in the library. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. What about the censorship of like the YouTube? You were talking about the YouTube purge and all that stuff. It, it's like kind of challenging to be a cannabis influencer, right? Because even though you know we're living in a world where. How what what number of states is it legal? Twenty two, yeah, and growing. So it's like we're on the precipice of you know, like, but why are they so shitty about it being on the internet? I, it's multifold. I think top tier advertisers 
don't want their content in front of cannabis content. Mm. Next tier children are on the internet. So mm. like majority of people are worried about that. Third tier would be they can't get in on it yet because it's not federally legal. Like if platforms like YouTube and Instagram could, could make take money, money mm. from the, the industry for advertising, you know, they they can't let people be platformed right now for that. Sort How of thing. far away do you think we are from a federally legal? Oh, that is like the toughest question as a cannabis professional because it's the one everyone asks, and ninety nine percent of us have all like missed the point of when we said it would be. You know what I mean? Like we right. all yeah. said everyone it was, was like, oh yeah, twenty twenty two years or, ago yeah. for sure. Like. Biden says he's going to deschedule it, which is really preferred. Like, I'm not, I don't need legalization, but descheduling. Right. Like, in what the is, eyes I'm of sorry, the, what is descheduling? I mean. in well, the it's eyes like when of, people cancel plans and they're just like, free. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> in the eyes of the federal government, like, <laughs> cannabis and meth are the same thing. Yeah. Yes. What do so, they schedule? One. So we want it to be descheduled completely oh. or schedule three, even. Okay. Yeah, which is good because then we can like do businesses and have banking and stuff, but it's not so much an issue oh, of yeah. which we need desperately, especially with the business I'm trying to open. Um, but legalizing it comes with a whole lot of problems of like now the federal government's involved in the cannabis industry. Which yeah, I, which I think once they realize how much money it's going to bring they in, know. they're going to immediately. They know. Because I was in New York recently and it's decriminalized there, right. but it's like the shop's make so much money taking just cash from you to buy the weed so that they're willing to pay the fines to be open. I'm 90% sure that I'm correct about what I'm going to say. Hopefully someone doesn't roast me in the com comments. It's legal in New York. Sale. But the licensing process is such a fucking nightmare oh. that people just pop up shops for six months, make a ton of money, yeah. and then the city shuts them down. And then they just pay that fine and then they move on because they've already made all the money. Because to actually get through the hoops is a fucking nightmare. So what is it like? Because you're opening your own social club in Denver. Yeah. What has that experience been like? And is, what's what's a social club versus, versus like, a like med men here? Yeah. So. It's called Cirrus. It's like, which is like a cloud, the highest cloud in the sky. I'm about to be the highest cloud here. Clown in here, <laughs> you know what I mean? Period. Thin, thin, wispy little clouds, highest in the sky. Well, period. Um, <laughs> How high? Very high. Like 30,000? I don't know. Like a plane. Yeah, literally like a plane. Mm. Uh, so it's called Cirrus Social Club. More so Cirrus. We've really like, it's crazy in the last year of like developing this out. We just call it Cirrus now mm -hmm. because Social Club implies something that I don't know that it is. What it is, is it's like if Martha Stewart opened a weed lounge for the whole world. Mm. So like the goal is to get the most amount of people in the world seshing together. Um, and sort of my end goal in that has always been my Nana, who is my grandma on my mom's side. Okay. But she's super young Nana, so she would never let me call her grandma. Um, I feel like Nana is, like, older. Yeah, well, not to her back then. She it was wasn't, like, I guess. call me Lucy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the younger grandkids call her grandma, but I don't, I oh, call her don't. Nana. I don't do That's that. That's nice. Uh, her and I were on the phone after I, like, got the license and everything, and I was like, are you going to come? And she's like, of course I'm going to come. And from that moment forward, I was like, this has to be such a thing that my Nana will come and have a good time. Mm. But in the same way, if my Nana comes and has a good time, so can like every other adult human being. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you build it for like my Uncle Keith, like a sports bar, a lot of people aren't going to come. I'm yeah. not going to go to that. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's it's kind of like this big hard rock cafe level size business that that is like 8,600 square feet that mm. is designed to like 
be full Thursday, Friday, Saturday night for a new social environment with new conversations and a new I level of consciousness. Love that. Thank it you so much. So cool. And you've been doing smaller sessions around. I know you did some in LA where you had yep. a bunch of the queens together. Yeah. Where Bitch Pudding and Gabriel Gastalum told me that it was the highest they had ever been yeah. and the most fun that they've ever had. Because it's not just like everyone sitting in a circle smoking weed and like, oh, my parents are going to walk in. It's like, a beautiful <laughs> table set. You know, there's that always that fear when you're smoking weird that like you're gonna get caught. Well, yeah, yeah because I mean, it feels illegal. Yeah, but this they were like, oh, it was beautiful. We yeah. were outside. There was food. It was like it sounds like a just like a lovely evening. I haven't talked about a lot of this stuff on other shows that I've been on because. In, like, the cannabis industry, I'm, like, kind of protective of, like, what we're doing until we're open. Oh, sure. Um, but to to you guys and family and all the family oh, listening at home, so the sloppy fucks at home. Um, well, I did see, like, a, a post about maybe a workshop you led in Las Vegas with a bunch of other professionals. Yeah. So and there was that, too. It was so interesting to see, like, you were clearly, like, talking and everyone was, like, engaged and it felt like a wellness workshop. And there's just a huge... Bongs. Puff of slope, smoke, and bongs at the round the table. I know, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, like why do we think that should be in the basement or think that? Exactly. I remember fucking hotboxing in high school. That was yeah. like my my friend was very frugal, and so she was like, oh yeah, we only smoke with the windows up. Oh here. yeah, we did that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I have a theory that weed loves to be around beautiful things, and mm-hmm. so and so do I. I love to be surrounded by beauty, probably because I'm high all the time. <laughs> so Same. yeah, weed loves to be surrounded by beautiful things, and that's like what the inside of. And like, it's really a culmination of all the things that I've been through in my life. Like I even remember being like 10 years old and asking my Nana like for a new comforter that matched the color I painted my wall in my bedroom. You know what I mean? Like single father didn't get it. But like me, I'm over here like, can I get this comforter for Christmas? And they're like, here's a soccer ball. But my Nana's like, here's the comforter you wanted. You know what I mean? So like beauty, I've always wanted to be around beautiful things. And that's why Cirrus like is a beautiful place. But it's also about the service where we're like taking care of every step of getting someone high for the first time. And then it's like a magic show to where you're never in your head. We're like, look over here, look over here. Like now have this tea, now try these sandwiches. Like, and we're all talking about what's going on. So you're having like a new elevated experience. You never have that chance to like go into paranoia or feel too high. Why would you? But we're not wired to be high together in public yet. Yeah. So I think Cirrus is going to bridge that gap. Whoa. I think I want to try it because it just seems like it's better than smoking alone. Yeah. Which is always weird to smoke and play video games for like hours. Except I know what you do. You end up cackling to yourself. Oh, I talk to myself and just laugh. Oh, babe, me. I. (laughs) At the end of a. Oh, Seven bitch, o'clock. I get on TikTok and I'm just TikTok. Like, That's what I was literally gonna say. <laughs> Me on TikTok stoned. Oh my god! If the world ever got a hold of my TikTok likes, it would be problematic <laughs> because I just think the worst things are funny when I'm high. But it's fun. Me too. And I'll send them to people and they're like, I don't get it. And I'm like, I know it's a 10 minute video and it's just two people talking, but it'll get there. Trust me. Yeah. It never gets there. I'm interested in Sirius After Dark when the strippers come out. You know what I mean? Oh, period. Of course, you would turn it into a sex thing. All right, we'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe, bet. 
I always think about my work week and how busy it is. And I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How, what would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up more activities because I love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works. Or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way. Or try a new way of going about a project. Or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Hit the sleigh button. Now I am curious as a can- as a cannabis professional, mm-hmm. how many names for weed can you oh. come up with right now? Ganja, dro, dro, um, grass, reefer, Kush. I don't know. I'm running. I'm running sticky flat. Sticky icky. Sticky icky. Yeah. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. What's the one that they rappers say it, and it's like the one loud. That does that is describing a potency or a smell of in the air. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, how come some weed smells good? And oh, wait, we're not done. Sorry. Um, it's fine. Got got gr- yeah. You led with ganja. How come some weed smells like <laughs> skunk when you smoke up. it, and some weed smells like floral and beautiful? Is that just like terpenes? What'd you call me? <laughs> and at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> you should really. <laughs> what is that? Terpenes. Terpenes. Is that like when you're wine tasting and it has legs? You know. No, what I, I think about? isn't the terpenes what makes it like more or less potent? Terpenes are like the. Um, the odor, the molecules that are going to be causing the effects that you have from the cannabis. So if you have like limonene, terpene, it's like an uplifting sativa vibe. You know how people say sativa indica or people say like THC percentage. That's like not as current and factual as talking about a terpene profile, which is what would, you know, 
it's what gives off the odor. It's the effect that it gives you. It's, you know, it's what makes up each different it's strain. Profile. And Wait, the is there time, like a cannabis sommelier? Yes. What are they called? Gongier. It's a new a program. Gongier? Yeah. Developed by a friend of mine, Max Simon. It's like this whole program where you... Yeah, like learn how to like analyze weed from like the deepest levels for like weeks. And yeah, I have, I have a friend who's one. It's so cool. That's insane. Gangier. Such a talent. Gangier. I'd love to do it one day. I'd love yeah, to, to be able to like this was grown in California. Right. What? To say that, to just know. So you're, I mean. And, but at the same time, oh, by the way, go. you should always go by your nose. You should smoke the weed that smells good to your nose. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's like your body saying this is it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oftentimes, though, at the dispensaries, you can't smell them. Like, they're just pre-packaged right. already. And, like, I don't really like that. But I do smoke the weed that my boyfriend grows, which right. is nice. And it smells nice to me. It stinks up the whole house when you're growing it, though. Do you think that it gets you more or, like, less high than when you buy dispensary weed? Is it, like, more mild or is it more intense? It's definitely stronger, but I oh. do smoke less of it. Okay. Yeah. I would have thought the other way. So you're, you're he's no, some he's good in stuff. there like doing science and is he singing to them? Like I don't know about singing to him, but it's like on a sketch. Well, there's you music in the house. Oh yeah, it's all it's right next to the drag room, so it's hearing me all day. Good, just wicketing it. You got to sing to him. They Going love to be singing. Really? Yeah, they love that. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Don't you know Little Shop of Horrors? Oh yeah, the weed comes out and eats me. But don't you also know like that theory of like if you like have a glass of water with like a like a plant in it and you yell like I hate you at it every day, it will like die and crumble. But if you like say you love it to it every day, it'll like grow faster. Never heard that. It's true. It's a mm. truly proven like thing. I'm wondering now if I should try that. <laughs> Do you walk around your house yelling at your plants? You know, your plant room is thriving. It's thriving now, but it was dying a while ago. It also just makes you think about the energy that we have put towards things, like, and how it impacts them. But you, like, love, love plants. Like, are you a florist? Are you trained? Or did you just get into loving flowers? So I read this. You know, we all have pivotal moments where we shift as people. Everybody has them sometimes where we're, like, really challenged. And during, like, a really challenging time in my life, I read this book called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And it just made it shifted so much in me to where I like saw like I feel like I was like literally like blind to what the world looked like so no, we're not trying to get spiritual but um I feel like I was like blind to what the world was really like until I read this book and afterwards like everything in the world was so beautiful to me especially flowers so like being with them and sitting with them and like touching them and, and taking time with them and being able to work with like and learn from incredible people that are florists um it's just it's something that's for me but also like translates into the things I get to do with my time Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. I feel like so well read. I feel like Vicky Fox now. Oh, she she's has gone on, on a journey. journey. Babe, that episode, I was on a flight to New York for my birthday listening to you guys talking to her, and I was just like, this is, I, I was like, I need to talk to Vicky. This is incredible. Yeah. You should see her while she's out here. She does like the sound healing and yeah. all that. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, we do have so many like chapters in our lives and so many like, you know, we're talking about busyness. We're talking about like our schedules, all that stuff. We we we've had a few conversations here where, um, 
you know, uh, as you get older, it's not like we're very lucky. I think all of us at this table are lucky because we get to sort of work on stuff that we love mm -hmm. and we're able to finesse it into making a living and it isn't a hobby. And sort of when you tip over into that space, sometimes you can feel stuck because yeah. you're like, oh, this is a castle I've built, mm -hmm. but also like, oh gosh, I'm stuck in this castle. Mm. You know, I've, I, I have to keep going. I have to keep doing my party. I have to put on a wig again. And it is so interesting to know that there is freedom that we can like have a chapter and be like, oh yeah, that's when I did that. And now I do this other thing or like my brain has shifted and I don't have to like do exactly what I have been doing for the last decade. 100%. And that book is- 100%. Is, 100 today. I think I'm realizing that I speak in percentages now. That's but because you're a business Well, lady. it helps me understand maths. And I have yeah. to. I, I Yeah. <laughs> you're right. The business thing. That's literally what it is. It is. I've literally talked in percentages all day. Well, long. you're one. You're thirty percent of this. Well, no, thirty-three point three 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 repeating repeated. percent of this conversation. Yes, that's right. And that's one hundred percent amazing. Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I have a sleigh button, everybody, so I can hit it. If you didn't notice, I've been now it's interesting because I would actually call this a faggot button. Faggot. Well, you have to hit the sleigh button and then. It calls you a faggot. Yeah, I would actually Hit call the that. Button. Faggot. I, I would call it a, a uh, pink button. A slur button? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she doesn't um, say it. But I, I brought with myself a slur <laughs> yeah, button. I can't believe you brought your own. That, you psycho. That I need you to record yourself saying, Hit the slur button, faggot, for me to hit all the time in my life. And by the way, it has overwhelmingly taken over my life. This podcast <laughs> is like so fun because I, again, like I work with so many straight people. And so, like, if I'm like on a long drive with someone who's on my team, I will like ask them for consent. Like, do you mind if I listen to my favorite podcast? Because <laughs> oh, no, sometimes no. Dipper be doing Dipper things. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Dipper yeah. talks a lot. And um, <laughs> yeah, here on this. No, podcast. talks a lot about his nasty <laughs> behaviors. I really love it. I hope you never stop. Thank I you. also love it when people call in and be like, it's fucking 8 a.m. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> you I love both sides of it. I know. I love both sides of it. I'm trying to sleep. Stop screaming. It's hard to fall asleep it's to, hard to, your fall asleep to your podcast when Meatball keeps screaming. Yeah. If this, someone made a smoking game that was like, take a bong rip every time Dipper goes way too far, like you'd be belligerent. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm about to be taking some bong. You know how to do bong it. You just got me. Yes. No, are you a fan of Wicked? Do you know Wicked? Uh, you I've know never Wicked? seen the show, but I do know a few great songs. How have you never seen the show? I don't know. Fake fan. Yeah, no, I didn't say it was. Okay. Put your ears in. I've got a message to play. Oh. Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. Oh, my God. I just left Wicked, um, seeing it for the first time, and mind blown. I definitely can relate to everything and how you feel about Wicked, and I will be singing this the rest of the week. Goodbye. All right, so I just thought it was a little loud. <laughs> yeah. So I do yeah. love music. So everyone <laughs> says, you know, thank you for that. They agree with us. The second act is terrible. Okay. Great, 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 All right. great. Heard. Is, are your... they doing the movies in those acts, first and second, the same? Do yeah. we know? I mean, probably, But right? it's the movie, so I'm sure going to add scenes and move things around. Right. Who well, are... they also said they're based it on the, like, more on the book, book? than just the Who musical? are Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth going to play as cameos? They're not in it at all, I don't think. I heard that they're in the movie as cameos. Like, they're going to make an appearance as, like, a tongue-in-cheek thing. 
It's like an old witch. They in don't the... have to... Yeah, she's going to be the old Wicked Witch. <laughs> no, like, you know, in Hogwarts when they go to a town. The feet. And there's like a barmaid or the something. Pro- okay, well, here it is. It's, it'll be Kristen Chenoweth, <laughs> and she's going to slide open the thing from Munchkin Land. Because <laughs> she's short, and that's what they're called in the show. And she'll just go, the wizard, we'll see you now. Well, that's not Munchkin Land. That's in Oz. And okay. Munchkin Land is just the village that has no walls or doors at the end of the Elvick Road. Oh, well, great. So she'll be the mayor of Munchkin Land. Talk about fake fan. Well, I don't care about the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, fake I care fan. about Wicked. Uh, mm. How do you feel about sober people? Love sober people. Okay. Also, um, in a in a weird way, like I am always like hanging out with sober friends at the bar because I'm like a mocktail person. Like I don't sure. like okay, alcohol. So you don't drink. Yeah, no. Well, I will, but like, it's got to be worth it. It just fucks with my mental health so much that it's just not worth it mm-hmm. to me. What's um, worth it? Like a mojito? No. Like an apple teeny? <laughs> More like the friends I'm with. Like if it's my birthday or like something. <laughs> he didn't mean no. like what drink. He meant like the No, I experience. know. I was just taking uh, a conversation where I wanted it to. Yeah, what, yeah, about yeah. A, what about a double tequila soda with two limes? <laughs> Is that worth it? I mean, it sounds like fun. If I'm on vacation, if I'm in Mexico, that sounds great. But otherwise, yeah, I I tend to like, like last night I went out to, oh my God, have you guys heard of this? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. The San Vicente Bungalows? No. No. It's this private members only club. Apparently like Margot Robbie and like Elon Musk and all these people are members. And a member took me to dinner last night and they like put a sticker over your cameras (gasps) so you can't take a picture of anything. Oh, and it was so just cool. the most amazing thing. And the mocktails were so delicious. It was so lovely. It's hard to find a good mocktail. They're also yeah. sugary. It's like, I get that that's what that's you think true. I'm after, but I'm more after just like, I don't refreshing. Know, a refreshing flavor. Something that's hard to drink even, maybe. Like yes. more bitter tasting, exactly. right? Exactly. Oh, Same vibe yeah. as like a, a, a drink. You're not chugging it. You're sipping. One of my favorites it, is apple cider vinegar, sparkling water, and then um, pureed cucumber. Because you get that bite from the apple cider vinegar, right. but the cucumber's sweet. That so sounds good. So you're really in your mocktail bag these days. Well, I, well, yes, I am. But not at CCBC. I was drinking straight tequila. Yeah. Yeah, it really did me dirty. Did you guys have fun? I hope you guys had fun. Yeah. I we had so a good time. It was it. definitely... Um, uh, it was a new experience for us. To be performing for naked people? No, just to like be there together because we both, there was like a vacation day involved. Kind of, yeah. And you guys hung out? A little, I mean, briefly by the pool. And then I had to get ready. And then you, he was like doing his own stuff during the day and then took a nap. His own stuff. He like went into town and I okay. stayed into town. We're okay. like in Palm Springs. Well, yeah. Palm Springs adjacent. adjacent. It was ten minutes away. Yeah. No, it was it was fun. It just was we we sort of briefly mentioned it on the episode where you were like, We've made it this far without ever like be, like seeing each other have sex. Yeah. Which I don't know, is that I guess that's not weird in a gay How many uh, of your partnership? friends have you seen had sex? Zero. Yeah, see? But do you, like, I, talk about sex with them all the time? No, you talk at me about your Just because you won't participate, go back in the log to the beginning of the show. Yeah, I was actually on the way here, pulled up an old episode of a live show. Yeah. And you were talking about something about you and your partner. Yeah. And stopping for certain Why reasons. You? Why would you bring that up? Well, I'm not going to go Whose side any- are you on? 
Because there was a time when the fuck talk was a um, 33.333 repeating, 33.333 repeating, 33.333 repeating conversation. And now it's 90%. 90%. Me talking about my film. Well, but also, as a viewer, it does sometimes feel like when we get to fuck talk, like you'll be with the guests and you'll be like, So, do you have any stories? And well, I do. I have one thing. Like he's just ready to go. Uh, sometimes he's like because I'm a good producer, and, he's and I don't think we can have dead. But also, sometimes people don't know it's coming, so it's yeah. nice to give them a chance to be like, "This is how weird he's gonna get." Oh, the conversations I've had with people in my life about what am I gonna say for fuck talk? I mean, when we're not there yet, good. So you have a little bit more time. I can't wait. So you have three cars. <laughs> I do. Yeah. What are what about they? That? I think. Um, Cars are, like, people have their things that they love. Mm -hmm. I love flowers, too. But um, I've always loved cars since I was, like, a little kid. Like, on my YouTube channel, like, a third of, or, um, like, if you log onto my YouTube on my TV, like, a third of it is car content. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love cars. I love the engineering of cars, like, the decisions made, like, car brands, like, car lore. I just love that stuff. So, yeah, I do. I have a Kia Stinger. I know. I'm jealous Electric? That's not electric. It's their little sports car that they... The guy who used to design for Audi went and worked for Kia, and it was the he did like three cars for them. He did like their basic SUV, their basic sedan, and he was like, "But you have to let me build a sports car. That's like the the way I'm going to do this for you." So they build a whole new factory. They build a sports car. If you guys are familiar with Genesis, it's what Genesis is are built off of the platform of the Stinger now because of the Stinger. So I have that. I have a Cadillac XT5. Genesis. Oh, a Cadillac. Yeah, she got a Caddy. That's for work to pick people up in and stuff. She's cute. Just a little commuter car. Um, I didn't want to leave the stinger on the side. Like my Sears that we're opening is like I would have to park on the street on mm-hmm. like a busy street and it would get destroyed. So I just didn't. I wanted to get a car for that. And then I have a Raptor truck for four wheeling and like outdoor adventure stuff. Damn, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Three cars, bitch. Yeah. You say I'm bougie. I 100% believe you to be a very bougie person. I love that. Because of the flowers, <laughs> because of the style and aesthetic of the events and the aesthetic of your store, the fact that you'll repaint a purple wall three times to make sure it's the right color purple. She's, I love that. That's true. But is it, is it? Is it the right color purple? Now Are it you is. Happy? Okay. Now I'm happy with it. But is it bougie or is it like, you know, with a focus on aesthetics? I mean, I guess owning three cars is bougie. I would say... That three cars is not bougie <laughs> if they were all Lexus. Yes, three cars is bougie. Well, right, and I was so grateful to have been invited by that person. Um, <laughs> bougie. Um, I think it's a need. It's a desire to be around beautiful things, and I mm. think it's you know like grew up single father worked as hard as he could like you know to like keep a roof over our head and. I never really, you know, we didn't have the finer things. And so, like, when I, you know, worked really hard to, like, have some success and made some money, I was like, I'm going to, you know, get things that I want. I want to surround myself with things that I want to be around. And I worked hard to be here and I'm going to. Like, all my cars are, like, really well taken care of. Mm -hmm. Like, so I, I, like, take care of the things I love. And I definitely, like, made it to a point where, like, no matter how much more money I could ever make in my life, I, I wouldn't do anything different. I'm good. Like, I don't need anything more than what I have, which is just, like, a lovely home and... Three nice cars that are fast. And a store set up or a yes. social club that you're starting. Which isn't for me. That's for the world. I do have a question. When did you start smoking weed? Like, Yeah, when I, I smoked weed the first time in high school, like three times maybe. Um, and then when I was 22, I was born with a blood cell disease called mastocytosis. And cannabis became legal in Colorado in 2012 when I was 22. And my doctor was like, hey, 
this might be a good solution for you now that it's an option hmm. for like to, to get rid of like three of the many pills you have to take every day. Um, and so I started having cannabis, you know, because my partner at the time was like not about it. He was like, cannabis is dangerous. But then when the doctor said that, he was like, all right, well, let's see how it goes for you. And from that like, day, babe, babe, let's share your medicine. Yeah. yeah from that day <laughs> forward, we both became stoners and never like looked back. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. We saved my life. I really think the world would be a better place if everybody had a little weed every once in a while, I which is the purpose of Cirrus. Yeah. Now, are you going to brand and grow your own weed eventually, or is it just... I would want to, like, utilize flour that's being grown by, an, by a, like, an established grower. I don't want to come in and do the job of someone who's an expert, mm -hmm. but I do want someone to grow, like, sun-grown, low-potency cannabis for us. Mm -hmm. Because I want people to, you know, like, a lot of people... Again, like if my Nana came, like the weed isn't like it is now what it was in the 60s and 70s. Like, yeah. and, and it could, it should be. There's nothing wrong with it being a little less strong. You know what I mean? I don't understand why people want it to be so strong. We were just talking about it, but like there was a point where we were smoking these like insane mixtures of like seven different types of weed covered with keef and like an oil and stuff. And I was like, this isn't fun. I just go, I get too high. Yeah. You I remember that we, we were doing ads for a company for a while and their whole oh, yeah. deal was like, oh, yeah, it's just a little bit of THC. Yeah. Like the 70s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Those ads that you guys were yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it, you know, there's this joke in my industry that's like, what's what does every customer say when they walk into a dispensary? Like, what's well, the highest THC you have? It's like, you don't go to the liquor store and buy Everclear. What's that guy's number? Well, you know what I mean? you do. Oh, hot. you want it. <laughs> <laughs> He's into gooners now. I'm gagged. Um, yeah, I don't understand I do like that. him a little dumb. Great. Just for a night. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. No, you can not to be around a dumb person for too long. I just think about it insane. like ballroom dancing. You know, like when you lead and you ballroom dance, you just like guide a little bit with like the pressure of your yeah. your palm on their like back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I like when when a guy is sort of like, you can just kind of guide them. You're like, Let's, we're eating over here. Uh -huh. Come over to my house at this time. Uh huh. You'll do And they're like, sure. Yeah. Great. Sounds great. Or when you make a joke and everyone else at the table is laughing, but they're just sitting there like not laughing, and you're like, "Oh, that's okay." Yeah, that's fine. You don't yeah. get it. It's you're okay. Like, Wait, I'll, now I'll I might be into it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah, yeah we can I'll talk about this when we get there. Explain it to yeah. you later. Messy. Uh, let's take a break. got here you told us that you had a game that you want to play with us and we love games yes is um, it uh pictionary yes no, because nobody liked that nobody i don't know if you heard that episode but people oh, i heard pissed. yeah i heard that episode <laughs> it turned out to just i listened back to it to see why everyone was mad and it just turned into me going dipper what what yeah what i don't understand Sometimes um, if you really get in the mindset you can imagine a you no you it fucking like can't it's like a book on tape Sure. Sure. Uh, as a loving, loyal fan of this podcast, oh <laughs> and the loving, loyal fan of the Slant My Name, Tyra Banks, Beyonce, Say On, Say My Name. Beyonce. Um, I've decided to uh, play Slant My Name with you guys, and I have slanted your names. <laughs> this is going to be a mess. Okay. So this may or may not be a mess. I'm excited. 
Um, I do hope you'll uh, enjoy it. Who should we go? Who should go first? Me, Dipper. 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 Okay. okay. Big Sipper. Uh-huh. What's your beverage of choice? Orange Fanta. Big Tipper. What's your favorite service to tip for? And how much do you tip? Uh, or release massages. I th- now wait a minute. Okay. If we're gonna talk about massages yes. and the cum yeah. that was used after. Uh-huh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've been asking ourselves every day. No, I can't. I, I just... did just get a massage. Mm-hmm. How much did you tip? I I normally tip like twenty bucks mm-hmm. because normally I'm getting a massage at the person's house, so they're getting a hundred percent of the money. Right. So is this a massage or is this a? Mm. They it's only so have rough. they only come in one way for me, baby oh, okay. boy. And it's all <laughs> massage. Period. Um, I get my, a massage every week, and it's not that kind of. <laughs> you should have every you week, bougie. Uh, bougie, busy. You got to de stress. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I like tipping at a restaurant. Yeah, and I normally tip about twenty five percent. That's very lovely of you. You seem like a twenty five percenter. Mm. Bib nibbler, were you be- breastfed? I was, but. We- I moved on to a bottle earlier than I think most people nowadays do who are breastfed. And I called my bottle Bobby Wawa. Bottle water. Yeah. Because, because yeah. you know, once we moved on, I would still use it, but I had water. Okay, I get it. It's wrapping. Okay. Keep going. Um, <laughs> wig snipper. Yes. Have you ever had to style a wig? No. Okay. I I'll get them pre-styled for myself. <laughs> Sig stripper. <laughs> Have you ever banged a stripper? Yes. Period. <laughs> Pig sniffer. How many hookups have you had using sniffies? Uh, in the dozens. In the dozens. How many dozens? <laughs> Two. Oh, three. I think I think uh, maybe like under two dozen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sniffies is a platform I, as a gay man, have never used just because of like being in a significant relationship before its existence. Yes. Um, so I always find it so interesting when you talk about it. And I have like this fabled idea of what it is, but no, like, actually. You never looked at it? Never looked at it. We'll look. We'll okay. It up Sounds good. <laughs> uh, Twig Gripper. How small is too small? Is there even such a thing? Uh, I don't think there's such a thing because I think like if it's not able to do what my mind's eye saw it to do, then uh, we'll just like do something else. Yeah. Oh, period. You're flexible. Yeah. Yes. Big zipper. How many dresses have you zipped up for drag queens? If you could put a number on it. In the dozens. In the dozens. Probably 10 dozens. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for me, almost every time we're here. Yeah. Well, there's your s- name slanted. I hope you enjoy it. Yay! Yay! Those right. are good. I'm scared for mine. Okay, pig you ready? sniffer. Pig sniffer. You That's a I mean? good one. Babe, pig in the city. You that was I mean? honestly the first one I came up with. And I was like, <laughs> we got to move that further down the list. <laughs> He's going to feel attacked. It's kind of fun it's, to come up with them, right? It is very fun. But it's not the easiest <laughs> job in the world. This well, would have been name. a thing that I did with that 10% of my time after 4 p.m. when I'm getting high with a coffee <laughs> and a bong. This my name is fairly easy to run, too. Uh, yes. <laughs> sort of. Not... Really? Um, Meatballs were easier for sure. Okay. (laughs) Meatball. Yes. Teat crawl. Were you breastfed? No, I was adopted, so bottle fed. Okay. Feet mall. How many pairs of heels do you own? Um, I actually own probably like 20 or 30 pairs of heels, but I only wear one pair. Oh, period. (laughs) And you're wearing them right now. (laughs) Yes, I cry. (laughs) No, Uh, I just wear the clear clear pleasers because they remind me of Heclina and they're comfortable. Period. Heclina. R.I.P. Beatball. Do you eat your vegetables? I do eat my... Well, I drink... Now. 
But I didn't used to eat my vegetables. Right, that's I used to chicken. Angry. Well, cool, chicken coleslaw was... is a vegetable. Is mayonnaise? I don't like coleslaw. Wait, why not? I don't know. It's, it's just like little and stringy and what the fuck are you supposed to do For the that? longest time I thought it was called cold. Slaw. Slaw. Me too. Uh, Pete's balls. How many men named Pete have you slept with? Oh God, I don't even know. Maybe one or two. Oh wow. Maybe. Neat stall. How clean is your bathroom right now? Uh, the downstairs bathroom, not great because I took my makeup off in there. The downstairs math bathroom, bougie. Oh, oh, oh! Upstairs bathroom, spotless. I cleaned it this morning. <laughs> uh, sheep brawl. What is your thread count? I oh I I don't know. I've been using these really cool bamboo sheets. So do you like them? I do. They're very light for the summer. I see myself but, as a sheet savant, and 400 is perfect. My current. I think we have. Is, a, no, I like them a little rougher than that, like okay. 600 or 800, where they're thin. You need the Target Threshold Premium, not Standard Threshold Premium. Well, I'm not buying my sheets at Target. <laughs> yeah, you should. They're so good. My um, current is 800, and it kind of feels too soft. Like it feels slip like out of the bed. butter. Mm. Yeah. Butter and all. I like it when you when you they breathe. Like you feel like <laughs> they breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like linen or bamboo. This is a good one. Skeet doll. Where do you like it to go? Oh, um, on my face or in my butt. Okay. Come on my tits. Come on. Not on my chest. There's too much hair and it's like hard to wash off. Right. Secret I'm sorry. Secrete shawl. How many reveals is too many? Wait, secret. why? Oh, secret? secret shop. Oh my God. Secrete. Secret. Well, secret. I thought you were. Secrete How many reveals is too many? Piece. Here's the thing. There's never too, too many, many reveals. reveals. How many There's is too few? One. one. Yeah. If, if you're going to do a singular reveal, there better be a later joke coming up where it's like a surprise something comes yeah. out. When you did that Kim Petras number, how many did you have? That was 15 identical dresses <laughs> one right after the other over and over I, the last drag brunch i went to it was a wig reveal but you knew that there was another wig underneath it before she even like did See, it I, moved. Like, I don't want to know you hide the other wig doll or something that i've been seeing i think the first person i saw do it was cornbread but she literally was like pretending to do a wig reveal and she pulled off the wig and she was bald and then pulled the wig out of her bra and put a new one That's on cute. And that was like funny That's the way funny. That, that happened. Last one. Concrete sprawl. <laughs> Have you ever put your fingers in concrete? Yes. Okay, yes. In front of my old apartment in New York. I concrete jungle. I, uh, they were repaving the street and I put uh, fuck in the sidewalk. <laughs> I did my handprint in Cirrus. When they were laying down the new concrete, Aww. so that was super fun for me. That's cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and that was so that's slap my name. Wow, that's so cool that you prepped Who'd that. You do it for doing that. Most of our guests don't ever do anything or know what the show is. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. You guys are amazing. Thank you for the work that you do. Big Dipper also just like. Grew up watching your, not grew up, but in my young adult gayness, your music videos really led me to. I got a part of I, got, I have the same experience. International yeah. recording. Of artist. the international recording artist, Big Dipper. I, yeah, I was watching his videos like when I was living in New York and I was like, look at this big fat guy living his dreams. You look great. Mm, thanks. You're hitting the sleigh button the, the whole way. Faggot. 
Thank you. You and Caswell used to. I loved it. I was just. I I wanted to be. I used to dance around my house as a little like a little gay boy with like a half cut shirt and sing Christina Aguilera. And I wanted to be like a gay pop star. When Do you I was feel little, like so. that little fag boy doesn't live in you anymore because you have to work with so many straight people? I feel like in my seven years in the cannabis industry, the last year has been like, I don't fucking care. Y'all going to fucking deal with who I am and I'm not going to hide it. And that's what Cirrus is like. It's just this vomit of feminine gay beauty that doesn't exist in the cannabis industry at all. And it's it's literally been me being like, I am not here for your entertainment. I am here to like show you that there's a different way. It's a pink song. I'm not here for your entertainment. So when you go to these big, I know we're supposed to do fuck talk, but I'm just still like so wrapped up in being like, you're like truly the only gay weed content creator I know. And I like love smoking weed. Yeah. But what is it like when you have to like go to those conventions or like try to meet up and get investors and they're like, oh, it's gay. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Well, for example, when we did the one in Las Vegas, uh, that was a brunch for a bunch of industry professionals, we invited 30 people and it was like 50, 50 men and women. And 16 women showed up and one man came. So I have no respect from them. That's so fucked up. Which is so interesting. Mm. And I don't, you know, I was just literally like drafting a LinkedIn post LinkedIn. Y'all on LinkedIn? No. No, not for what I do. Yeah, period. Well, I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of LinkedIn because it feels like you're chat GPTing everything, but also like, I guess that there's a place for that. But I was drafting this post, just like thanking the women of the cannabis industry who have like really rallied around me because sometimes it does feel like I'm like the only gay man and it, yeah. it, and it is different. And it's, it is like a unique experience where I feel like for a long time, I thought I had to like try to get the attention to like get the validation. But like I said, like in the last year, it's like, I know what I'm bringing to the table needs to be brought and is worth bringing. So I don't really, if you don't like it, then it's not for you. But guess what? What I've discovered in the last year is there's a lot of fucking people that it is for that are excited about it. I'm one of those people. Can you open? I'm going. Yeah. And beautiful women like you all over the world, just helping yes. support You're my dream. Welcome. Thank you. Now it's time for our final segment. Fuck talk! Hit the sleigh button. Faggot. <laughs> yeah, you do. Hit the sleigh button, faggot. I really sound like I'm somewhere else on that one. <laughs> like where? I have one that you sent me over the... DMs once, and it's you being like, hit, <clears throat> hit the sleigh button. <laughs> I Wait, I thought I sent, oh, I sent, I thought you I sent two. And then you sent one that said, hit the sleigh button, bougie. Bougie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I have the original one. Oh, yeah, play it. Maybe we should put... Oh, yeah, put it. Because then that's what we could put on the button. What? Hit the sleigh button, faggot. I love it. You sound so ornery. That's the real one. I was mad that day. You sound so well, ornery. We can re we'll figure out how to get that on the buttons. Can we upload it? We'll figure that out later. Let's talk about fuck talk. Okay. Do you have any funny sex Yeah, what's fuck noises? talk? What is well, this? Well, hold on a second. I think our guest has been talking to his friends about what he might say. Would the day come that he'd be on the podcast? So you have some in the chamber ready to go. What is fuck talk? Fuck talk is yeah, our is final segment, a recurring segment where we ask our guests for a funny, wild, or embarrassing sex story from their past, present, or future. Slay. 
And I've and I've juggled with different stories that I have in my arsenal Juggle between between like one time I was in a convention for weed in New York City and we got invited to this networking thing that turned out to be at a sex club and it was like this whole thing and I was with my assistant and that and that was crazy. Um, and then you made her eat a banana. Yeah, some of it. No, some of it. Another story was like for, you know when you're like a young gay person yes. and like <laughs> to get ahead you'll do scandalous things that yes. some people might call prostitution. Yes. yes. Um, there's stories like that that involve potato mashers. But in what at, way? Why did you look at me for Wait, the potato masher? Wait, in what way? You know, you Dipper, like you've you worked know, with the potato masher before. Where? Okay, what? Like on yeah. the butt cheeks to make the pattern? Well, no. Like, say he was like, oh, like you're going to give me a massage and I'll give you an extra big tip if you tip me. But you don't want to tip him. So you like get up there and you like lay down and then the potato masher does the tipping. Is it, with the tip, tip of your dick. I got it, but why just say tipping? Is that a verb? Tipping just now? Tip <laughs> just tipping. It's because the guy said, I'll give you an extra tip yeah. if you do this. And he was like, I'll put a tip in. And right. it was a potato. And one. then my third idea was... Were to you give good at massage? Yeah, were you good at it? Um, Dipper's like, I might... I think... <laughs> I think I was a cute twink. Um, it's like, so <laughs> it didn't Sometimes matter. That's all it takes. It, it was didn't just a couple matter. Of these, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then <laughs> With the button slap too. And then the third option was to like compare and contrast how many rooftops everyone's had sex on in New York City. Okay. Me, four. Oh my God, I'm only three. I've what? never met someone with more than it's me. So Congratulations. It's night though. Four? You have to, yeah. It's like you can see the whole sky and then... You know, the person's on top of you or inside of you. Have you never fucked on top of a rooftop? I don't think so. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, you need to. I you was need to walking, make that a priority. I was I, you I do get, it right now. Of I all get, the places you fucked. But the public stuff still to me, like the cruising thing, I like to go and I can like watch or like whatever. Private rooftop though. Like if it's someone's roof. Yeah. If it's Last night roof. I was in West Hollywood with a friend of mine walking on the street and I was talking about how I got my pubes trimmed in Palm Strings. And he was like, well, let me see. I'm sorry. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll show you. And he was like, no, just show me right now. And I'm like, we're on the street. Yeah. And he yeah, was like, that's a little weird. He was like, no one's out. You're fine. And I'm like, no, nah, I'll show you when we like, get inside. It's so interesting to find out that Dipper has boundaries. Yeah, it's weird, right? So I feel like they're new because I feel like yeah. you used to would have just popped it out, especially if no one was around. Yeah, so go ahead. What's your fuck talk story? Let's go. No. We're ready. <laughs> yeah. Which one did you land on? I prepared, uh, you basically got, which one do you want? Well, I think well, we, we kind of heard all of them. You got it all. You got it all. But what, have you never been caught on a rooftop in New York? No, not caught. They were private rooftops. Oh, I was just like on. One time I was up with a partner and this other guy and they the partner and this other guy were like jumping from one rooftop to another like 10 stories up. What? And I still will think of it and it will make me like sick to my stomach. That's why. What were they know, doing? Horrifying. Just having fun, like being boys. Ugh. I boys. know. I know, boys. During the sex? No, it was like during a flirtatious period of like drinking and having fun and you and know like, like, oh, did you look at how close it is? You, you want to jump? Like, let's jump. And then I'll that suck your dick. Me yeah. One time, I was so wasted on a rooftop in New York, and I was trying to flirt with somebody. It was like a rooftop party, uh -huh. and so I told my friend, I was like, "Why don't you just push me a little bit, and then you push me into him, and I'll be like, oopsies, oh my god, I was so clumsy. I was so drunk, he barely pushed me, and I started tumbling towards the edge <laughs> of the building, and I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 and like, 
I did get the man's attention, but not the way I wanted it. And then for the rest of the night, I just looked like the super drunk guy. Like, it was just like a mess because I couldn't walk on a flat roof. That's tough. I, I just would say That's about, f- for fuck talk for me, I, I did spend 14 years in a relationship with, with some like outside disturbances out of that. But like, I just, you know, I'll never live up to what Dipper's got. I'll never, I'll never come Are close. Are you still in a relationship? Or is it? He, out of respect for someone uh, who I don't know if they want to be spoken about. Out of about. respect for Ben, yeah. Dela. What did BB say? Out of respect for Dela, I will not show my lipstick. No, I, I uh, yes, I am, I am in a situation. Oh, yeah, that's nice. and it's really sweet. But it, it, you know, when life gets busy and like your life changes up and you like have to adapt in a relationship, like the beginning of this year with like just all the work I was doing was rough on us, and it took some like adjustment for me to like you know give uh-huh. him some percentage, like which oh, I should have been doing. What is the percentage wow. of the day that they get? I think you? it's a weekly percentage now. Okay, which mm. is interesting and it's wonderful. It is fun when twenty percent of my week. It it. What? I love that you did the math yeah. in that moment. You're like, I gotta let you know. Yeah. Um, it is fun though when that person. It it becomes very clear when there's a person who isn't worth that percentage. Yeah. And you go like, well, this makes sense, or it's like it's fun when we're together, and then you think about trying to carve out that percentage, and you're like, oh, I just can't do it. Yeah. And then when the person shows up, that you're like. Yeah, I'll carve out 50%. I'll figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. Then you know, like, oh, it's worth it. 100%. We've no, we've, we have been in some form of relationship since we were 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a wow. young love kind of thing. It's First love teacher, thing. Or... And um, <laughs> I think that, you know, we came to a place in our relationship where, like, both of our careers were doing, like, insanely new things. And the universe was like, we kind of need to reset this. You guys mm-hmm. can't, like, be living together, having the life that you had. Mm. We need to, like, reset if you're going to make it into this new phase of, like, him in his career and me in my career and the, the places it's going. Like, you have to, like, learn a new way to be together. And so that's been a really – it's almost like I'm in, like, a new relationship but with someone I've known for, like, 15 years, which is kind of dope. Oh, that, that sounds is cool. nice. That yeah. sounds really fun. And I Evolution. still, he Switch tastes like up. candy to me, you know, so. He tastes like candy. He tastes like candy. That's nice. That is nice. The pheromones are real. They are. You really got to like the way someone stinks if you're going to suck their dick. I mm-hmm. think the best dating, like, uh, service would be, like, people in a city wear a shirt for a week, cut it up into a bunch of pieces, send it out to different single people, and then whoever, like, go on a first date I based think that on the, the scent. Yeah. I think that is a thing. It should be a thing. You would love that. You would, I well, would love he's that. He's purchased love underwear that. before. So oh, really? From know. whom? No, I haven't. Oh, I thought oh. you did. I put it in the cart, but I didn't, you know. Didn't pull the trigger. Have you ever sold it? No. Oh, that's I find that surprising. Yeah, wait. Why don't you sell your undies? Sell my underwear? I'm sure yeah, someone dipper. wants to buy Straight it. pubes and stuff in there? Yeah. That, you do it however you want. That. Just kind of wear them for an hour and then put them in Just a bag. Just an hour? No, or I would wear it for a day. Like to the gym for a week. For a week? To the twenty percent of a week? <laughs> um, I have some voicemails to yes, play. Let's hit the voicemails because I want to see their face. There's a handful of them that are about shit. Mm. Mm. I was at Heidi and Closet's house yesterday and she has this like thing on the wall that someone made her fan art with like little cutout poops all over it in her name. And I'm just like, wow, that is like really beautiful, but like it's poops. It's still poops. Yeah. Are you sensitive to the subject of poop? Uh, no. Okay. Well, well, one of these is psycho behavior that I think well, you'll really oh, I like with. psycho behavior. Okay, here okay. we go. Hey, faggot. So, um, I know how much Meatball loves shit stories. So, I wanted to share my own little shit sex 
story. One time, I was maybe 20 in college. I was home for the summer. And a guy on Grinder from my hometown texting me up constantly. I didn't know the guy. He was maybe 20, 30 years older than me. He was kind of annoying. And I told him explicitly, I'm not interested. But he would not get to him. So eventually, I ended up blocking him. And then he would make more profiles just to talk to me and basically harass me, ask me for sex. I've seen and this. so eventually seen I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to weaponize my body, weaponize my sexiness for him. So I invite him over. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, you can come over. My parents are gone. And so he comes gone. over. He's going to kill you. Yeah, He's ugly weird. as shit. Not a very attractive. <laughs> but shit. we ended up like making out on it on my couch. And then I straddle him. And then we start fucking. And the one thing is, I knew I didn't want to see him ever again, and the blocking wasn't going to work. So I decided not to douche. So three seconds, maybe four seconds after he put it in, I pulled it right out and shit all over him. I did put a towel down, so then my couch was not dirty. But I thought it was very nice to be able to use my body for my own protection. (laughs) He did, in fact, did never talk to me again, which was kind of the goal. So, when in doubt, shit on his dick. Goodbye. Don't just sing casually like that. Yeah, when in doubt, shit on his dick. Goodbye. Um, that's disgusting. And <laughs> did okay. My only question is like, did you actually for like think this through and were like, I'm gonna shit on this man, or was it just kind of an act, like a happy accident? No, he sounds like he premeditated shitting. Not premeditated. premeditated. I'm going to take this man to court for assault. It's crazy because... But also, you do get wild when people on the apps won't fucking leave you alone. Even if you block... This happened to me when I lived in New York. I blocked this guy. I kept blocking him over and over and over. And he just kept making new accounts or like he... Because, yeah, it was just a lot. Yeah. Whatever happened to you? You haven't been on the apps in forever. No, I've definitely been on the apps. And, um, you know, like, there have been phases of that long relationship that were, like, party to other people. We, like, dated a third person for a while. But, um, yeah. You stayed together? That's usually the sign that it's coming to an end. Yeah, it was fun. And you really do believe that. that Name me one couple that brings in a third that they stay together. Well, I think if you start as a three, like knowing it, but for us, it was like we had been together for 13 years and then someone joined in. I think if you start as a three, like uh, there's this one three person couple on OnlyFans that they've been together for a long time and they seem, they seem very happy. (laughs) Okay. Well, every time, every every time time a couple on Instagram, it's like a couple, then they bring a third and then it's like a bunch of pictures of the three of them. And then the next thing you know, there's an Instagram post being like, some things have changed. And Meatball's always like, told ya. Told ya. Told ya. And then it becomes two of them, the third takes over and starts dating one of them and the other guy has to just leave. Yeah, that didn't. And then he moves to a commune. All right. Next it call. certainly wasn't malicious. And also, I would just say, like, that whole call made me be like, do you think that... This is okay. Well, do you think that anyone <laughs> has ever done that to you or to me to, like, make sure we never have sex with them? Because I'm not saying I've never been... No, but the thought the thought of this... Slid on. You've been painted. Where the caller is like, well, I yeah. did the only obvious thing to do, which is invite him over, make out with him, and then shit on him. It's like... But I did just... put a towel down and my parents weren't home. 
Yeah, like, I feel just like block him. Like keep blocking him. I don't know. Like it's a little bit easier to go block than it is to like orchestrate a whole shit fuck. Yeah, what sort of trauma in your childhood led you to that conclusion? Yeah. I guess you're right. I'm concerned. And straight to poo. Oh god. Well, we did it. Oh, there's no more calls? Well, we we were going for an hour and ten minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so much fun though. I could live here all day with you guys. You're well, so we did it. Well, we did it. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and thanks for listening to Sloppy Seconds. Hey. You can follow us on Sloppy Pod on Instagram. You can send us an email to sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. What do you want the people to know about? Where where should they find you? Uh, what's your book called again? Yes, the book is called Being Found. The second book is called Finding Home. They're on Amazon, available to order, or you can order a signed copy at beingfoundbook.com. Follow me on social media, Aaron, A-R-E-N-D, Richard. I'm on everything as Aaron Richard. Follow me. Learn like that from him to make your social media all the same. Come follow a fellow homosexual trying to do his best for weed because it's a bunch of fucking straight people. Yeah, breeders out in here. Denver, go when Cirrus opens. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. When do you think it's going to open? January of 2024. Oh, so soon. Yeah, yeah so soon. It's That's under construction. Exciting. Yeah. I'll have, I'll have to have you out, Meatball, for the opening. For sure. I'll come out there and hang out. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram. You'll be all in Denver. And I'll, go to, I'll do a show at the club there at night. Tracks. What's the one that, yeah, is it Tracks? Tracks, but I don't think that that's where a fat slut would be. I think fat no, slut would fat be No, fat slut Charlie's. would have to be a, somewhere like 600 capacity or Charlie's, higher. Eagle. I've never thought about the Eagle. The Cuff? No, the Cuff's in Seattle. What's... You know what I've actually been looking at is music venues. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, it's just easier. It's just but like you can stage get and messy? audience. That's a lot of them say no right. when I like send the pitch. I want to go to Fat Slut very badly, but I have like crippling crowd anxiety. So it's got to be a, yeah, a big space. Maybe we can With get the you an orchestra box. Yeah. yeah. You can just watch on, from bougie. a distance. Yeah. Bougie. Yeah. Drive all three of your cars there. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly Spices Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and like us on TikTok where you like us and stuff and follow Mom Podcasts on everything too. And don't forget to subscribe to Mom Plus Gold. <laughs> Yeah, and on Mom Plus Gold, you get our episodes one day early, ad-free. You get bonus episodes of Sloppier Seconds and some fun BTS of us in the studio hanging out. Yeah, so hit the sleigh button. You know what I mean? Goodbye! Thank you, guys. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.